right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Uh, want to give a quick shout out, first of all, to astute listener Steve. Uh, every, every Monday I promote the podcast. I put it on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, um, I, put, I, I just post it all over the internet. And I was so distracted this Monday, I didn't even realize I didn't do it. That's probably the first time I haven't done it. So on Tuesday, um, Steve is like, hey, where's the podcast? And I'm like, what do you mean? We recorded it. It's posted. And he said, no, it's not. And I looked. And yeah, I, it was on SoundCloud. I, I had loaded the podcast up, but ah, I didn't promote you, it. So yeah, Steve, thank you for noticing that I had forgotten to... I got to start doing know. that too. I'm so terrible about doing that. I'm I'm the worst at promoting anything online. Well, I mean, uh, I just had a thought and I lost it. Oh, uh, so so while we thank Steve uh, and appreciate it, just uh, let any listener, uh, every Steve and everyone else, knowing that if you just subscribe to us on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on SoundCloud, then you automatically just it'll pop up in your feed. So you don't have to wait for me to post it on Facebook. If you want to, that's great, and I appreciate Steve letting me know that I did not promote it. But anyone listening. Give us a subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe and then write ni- nice things about us on those things. So, so there you go. Thank yeah, you, please Steve. subscribe because I'm I'm terrible about remembering to post anything or do anything or re- really remember anything whatsoever. So if yeah, if you guys could subscribe, it'll do my remembering for me. There you go. All right, so. I kind of want to open with Overlook News because I'm sure it will tie into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, listeners, we have Jake and I sure. haven't discussed what we're going to talk about. Um, so I, I'm just going to assume it's going to be Houston. And that's why I want to open with my Overlooked News story, which is the band Coldplay wrote a one-off song for the city of Houston that they say they, they played it in Miami at a concert of theirs, and they said that's the only time they're ever going to play the song, and they dedicate it to Houston, and they wanted to give their... And, and this is one of those overlooked news stories that I'm glad is overlooked because for several reasons. One, I think Coldplay sucks, so anytime they write a song, I don't want to listen to it. But I listen to I this one. I don't mind Coldplay. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't if, like I, if I'm in a little bit of like, I, I want a really laid back, cheesy music kind of kind of mood, I, I can I can do Coldplay. I, I don't hate them. I feel like they're they're like the British Nickelback, where I, I yeah, I mean they're not the best band to ever come out of England, but goddamn man, like people people really go after them hard. Well, I wouldn't call him a British Nickelback because if given a choice between the two, I could put Coldplay on as background sort of annoying, I don't like it music, but Nickelback, I just do not like. Like, well, no, I, I deserve mean, I, all I don't mean I, that. I, 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 I'm not calling a British music back in ter- British Nickelback in terms of uh, how they sound. I, I just mean that it's it's so. I'll bet that's the Brits' go-to for just this band I'm going to shit on with, like, a quick little reference. Right, right. And well, I think deservedly I, I think I, so, because I can't stand them. I don't, I don't mind them that much. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't love them, but I, I don't hate them either. Well, that's fair enough. I, I don't like them. But here's the whole point of why I say this is a deservedly uh, overlooked news story, because if you write a song really quickly about one specific thing, it's probably not going to be good. Like Houston floods and within a day they go, oh, we wrote a song for Houston. It's probably not going to be good. And what they did was not good. I watched it just to see. And they did this, the very generic, they, they said, we, we've always loved country music, so we're going to write a country song. And it's basically 
the most simplistic country song that you've ever heard. You know, like boom, chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom, yeah. boom, boom. But then he's saying, "Oh, Houston, get better. We love Corpus Christi." I mean, it's like this really shitty song. It's almost better to just donate money and not write a crappy, simplistic bullshit song well, that says how you feel about Houston if it's going to be that bad. Like like Elton John when he did Candle I in the Wind. I was just going to bring up Candle in yeah, the Wind. That was, yeah, but that was I, already yeah, a song say, say, that he yeah, just Say what of, you were going to say, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he donated it. Like, he took a song that was already good, already popular, and said, you know what? From now on, I want this song to represent Princess Diana. He didn't just quick pen a piece of crap and said, you know, like, Diana, you will be missed. I love you so much. You know, like, just shitty. They, 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 there's, If you want to write a song about Houston, that's great, but maybe take more than an hour to reflect on it and put some effort into it. Maybe what they could do is, uh, oh, they could have, um, since it was a new one and not really uh, worked out so well, they could have had singing with them. They could have gotten a couple members of like uh, like an improv troupe or something. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of make it flow a little bit better on, on, on the spot, that kind of thing. Right, right. I'm thinking of a location. Houston! <laughs> right, right. Uh, they, they could, yeah, they could, they could be yes ending during the song. It, it would have been great. <laughs> if you don't know what Jake means, yeah, that's how improv keeps going is yes and you continue the 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 scenario and oh that's hilarious I like that yeah it, it would have been great man and yeah I I actually didn't know that he I thought he wrote Candle in the Wind for Princess Diana I I didn't realize that was one that he had before her but yeah I was I was just gonna say he didn't just decide I'm gonna sing it once at a concert. Uh, in the cemetery here or wherever and then I'm never going to sing it again see they're, they're leading with the fact that they're going oh, I, I'm going to sing this song once for Houston but then I'm never going to sing it again no I'm, I'm not going to put it on an album and maybe donate some of the proceeds to Houston I mean I'll donate the proceeds but it's not going this piece of shit isn't going on one of our albums you know? <laughs> right and the funny uh, I mean, thing the is, fact that they're, they're, they're saying they're never going to sing it again, that to me is like, all right, uh, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. Uh, technically, we are both correct. I just, when you said uh, Candle in the Wind was written for Princess Diana, or you thought, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm questioning myself. So I quick Googled it, and we are both correct. It was written for Marilyn Monroe originally in 1973, and then he changed a couple of the lyrics but basically the song was intact. He just changed it for Diana. It went from Marilyn Monroe to Princess Diana with this with the switch of a couple lyrics. So and that's good. Well, that's almost like I, I feel like he shouldn't have said that. I mean No, no, <laughs> yeah, just shit Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe then, huh? She she had You this... got a, you got a coked up uh actress who bangs famous dudes and then you got a humanitarian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like give I, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. It's like I yeah. never I didn't look at it that way. Yeah, the that band is Warrant is gonna dedicate a uh, a song to to Lady Die. Uh, She's my Lady Die. <laughs> like it's just it's weird, you know. <laughs> Did you see this? Now we're going off on tangents with this, which is fine. I posted a couple weeks ago. I saw this. Um, I, I guess the anniversary of Princess Diana's passing was recently because she was in the news a lot. And they interviewed Paris Hilton, who said, I could have been like Princess Diana if not for my sex tape. She said, if I hadn't, if that sex tape of me hadn't come out, I would be like Princess Diana today. 
She's Our Lady Die, man. You know what? We got a reality TV star as president. Yeah, like she's Our Lady Die. We have to oh, that uh, is unclassify sad. Our Lady Die. Yeah, our 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 figureheads uh, are not as uh, prestigious. Yeah. Are not as uh, pinky in the air as Britons. We we have just hot reality TV stars as Our Lady Die here. No, she's she's not, our princess, man. She's not that hot. Um, she's got a weird Paris Hilton. Face. Yeah. She's not, Jesus, she's not man. ugly, but she's not classically beautiful. She's not attractive. She's See, that's looking. why I don't like to hook up with that many pretty women, because it raises your bar too high, man. <laughs> Who am, Jesus. Is well, there no way, pleasing I, you? I, I'm, I'm depressed right now, because what you said is correct. Like, I was thinking in terms of, yeah, you'd never be anywhere as classy or as elegant or uh, emotional or whatever as princess. And you literally, tur- I'm, I'm sort of not speechless, but yeah, you, you nailed it. She is the American version of Princess Diana. She is Princess Diana in an American way. And that's that's really depressing that you said that and it's because it's so accurate, because it's right. She has made so many important hashtags for the people of wherever <laughs> that place in Africa was. She's doing exactly. so much good on Twitter, man. Oh. She tagged them in the photos of her of her nude shots of getting out of limos or whatever. Like she's doing good things for those people. Well, the way I took it is, uh, I quick Googled her and uh, I, I discovered this little nugget of information: um, Princess Diana died in her car accident at age thirty six, and Princess Diana and uh, Paris Hilton is currently thirty six. So. The way I, the, my thought was, if you really want to be like Princess Diana, you still have a shot. You know, there are a few more months where you can, you know, at least die like she did. Well, yeah, but I don't feel like the paparazzi is into Paris Hilton enough to kill her in Paris. You know what I'm saying? Paris Hilton dying in Paris, that would be, uh, yeah, that'd be, be fitting, right? What is that called? Meta? That would be so meta. I'm not sure what meta means, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it is along those lines. I feel like that is one thing that our Lady Die would have up on the uh, British Lady Die is if, you know, her name's Paris, she gets taken out in Paris. That's kind of a, that's, I don't know. I, I feel like that's the writing was on the wall with that one. It makes it mysterious. It makes it uh, moving. And then what band would write a song? Well, that would be... Um... That would be the cherry pie one. That could be Paris Hilton's uh, Warren. She's our lady die. Yeah, yeah. except uh, Lane, whatever his name is, dead. So whoever, whatever Filipino is singing for Warren right now. And that's because, uh, you know, if you you were in the, let's see, people are going to think that's an ethnic crack, and it is, but in, a, in the best possible way, because. Wait, I don't even know. I'm confused. How's it an ethnic crack? I, I missed it. I said your, your ethnic crack was too subtle for me. Well, I said the best because uh, the singer of Warrant is dead. So whoever, whatever Filipino they have singing for them now will have to sing. the. I was just going off uh, Warrant having a oh. dead singer. See, it, I don't follow hair band enough. So I just assumed there was an actual Filipino singing for him. Oh, well, because <laughs> like, of Journey. Yeah, and, fair enough. Well, May, I, maybe Warrant's still big in the Philippines. I don't know. They're like the David Hasselhoff, you know, in Germany. Of No, the, no, no, the, no. Uh, That's not Philippines. why I said Philippine. Because uh, when you were in the military, did you, were you ever in Japan? Japan or Korea, Okinawa, I forget. No, no, but my brother was. Oh, shit. Um, because when I did comedy tours in those areas, uh, well, you know that the, the lead singer of Journey is a Filipino, correct? I did not, no. Okay, so it's, it's like a career in the Philippines to try and be in a cover band. And 
holy fuck, they are the best singers in the goddamn world. So you go to military bases and they're one of the Philippine dreams, not all of them, you know, like is to get in a cover band that gets on military tours or you can make big money being a Philippine Filipino singer in a cover band. And that's cool. I saw these little beautiful four foot nothing, you know, like like stereotypical Asian, just the, the they were you know, beautiful, gorgeous 20 something girls who probably weighed 90 pounds. And they had pipes like Aretha Franklin. You they oh, could that's awesome. belt out songs. It's insane. And I remember when Journey discovered their singer, uh, they they said they had no clue. And I've always wondered since those tours why more Filipinos don't try and quick get. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but come to America, do American Idol, try and get on America. Cause they are so fucking good. It's 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 almost like K-pop in Korea. The Korean singers that uh, train you know, 10 hours a day to become pop stars or like boy bands in America where all they do is uh, try and become a boy band where some guy, you know, hires the tough looking guy and the, the good dancer. That's these, these Filipino cover bands. They fucking nail it. They knock it out of the park. They saw, and they, they do a variety of shit. You can hear them doing, like you say, Warrant Cherry Pie right next to fucking Slayer, right next to Journey, right next to Aretha Franklin. Every time they do a song, it sounds dead on like the band singing it. It is yeah. fucking insane how good they are. Actually, it's funny you bring that up, man. You ever see uh, the... the there, there was a, a kid, in, I, I think it was South Korea, and he was on basically their version of American Idol. And he was, he was this chubby teenager kid. Are we and, going back about five, seven years? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, keep going. I, I, yeah, I think I have. Where he did the Whitney Houston yes, song. Yes, Is that yes, the one you think yes, of? Yeah, yes. yeah. Listeners, Google um, or get on YouTube and type in uh, South Korea. I think it was South Korea, but I will I always love North. you by Whitney Houston. <laughs> he sounds just like her, just yeah. fucking like her. And that, that have you read anything about K-pop? Do you know what I'm talking about there? I, I know I yeah I mean I know what K-pop is but I I'm not like a K-popologist or nothing I mean right. I don't I don't know neither a lot am I but it. I've read a couple articles and it's just what I described it's like this huge industry where they start grooming the kids early 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 and and you know there were there was a band I don't know if we talked about it on here um, I can't remember the name of the band it doesn't matter there was it was four or five women. And they all got plastic surgery and documented it and wrote a song about it to show, like, they, they literally try and make themselves more Americanized. They round their eyes a little more. They, they, they have nose jobs. And it, cosmetics in South Korea is a huge industry. Plastic surgery is an amazingly uh, large industry. And these, this, this group documented their surgeries in an attempt to be a bigger pop band. It's insane. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. And that's where we uh, started with Houston, and now we're on K-pop and South Korean surgery. Uh, do you have? An you know, it's weird because the first thing I, I thought of when I when I heard about that hurricane was K-pop. <laughs> I, I I just I'm glad that I'm glad that we have minds that think alike. It just reminded me of K-pop for some reason. Exactly. Do you have an overlooked news story, or do you want to talk about Houston a bit? Because I'm assuming that's what we're going to talk about is Houston. We can. Yeah, let's go into Houston. All right. Uh, you got any thoughts off the bat? Or do you want me to? Yeah, I mean, this, I, obviously this is a, this is a, a horrible thing and it, it sucks that it happened, but I, I'm hoping that a, a silver lining that might come out of this is maybe some of those senators down there will actually start voting for hurricane relief. Um, 
you know, yeah, Put, putting I mean, putting a lot more of that in bills and stuff. Well, that's uh, they they pointed out that uh, was it Cruz and maybe other one like immediately voted against disaster relief for for Sandy, Sandy Hook and shit. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sandy Hook different from Hurricane Sandy. Or, or uh, <laughs> I call it Sandy Hook. You call it. Sandy I, Hook. I mix up my my Sandy tragedies, man. I'm sorry. It was yeah, but that's what I meant. Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, and uh, the sad thing was is I. I followed Trump on Twitter, and he said as soon as he leaves Texas, he's going to Missouri uh, to fight for tax cuts. And it's just odd timing to doc- talk about cutting taxes when when the entire country is, you know, going to pull together. And you know, your taxes, my taxes, everyone in America will help pay for Houston, and rightfully so, in a way. I mean, I, I have no problem with my money going to hurricane relief. It's tax dollars. It goes into a pool, and it goes where it's needed. Um, so for him to talk about, hey, let's have less money to, to dole out to people is absurd. I guess my silver lining thought would be, I read this horrible article uh, several days ago, right as the hurricane was peaking, that said, uh, that unfortunately, this happens all too often in Houston, that, that this is just the biggest one, but it floods out every other year, depending on how much rain they get. And I have friends that live there that, yeah, they post every year, certain areas do get flooded. This is just big enough to make the news. And it's because we continue to drain wetlands and throw down concrete and build in low lying areas and think it doesn't make a difference. Like, yeah, it, it they, they show it, it, there's a map. Uh, if you want to Google the article, it's on Vox and it's the title is called The 500 Year Flood Explained Why Houston Was So Underprepared for Hurricane Harvey. And it just details everything that is wrong with not just Houston, but there are many American cities. We saw it with Katrina. Everyone knew that New Orleans was in a uh, bowl, that it was below sea level. But it was always like, ah, you know, you know, we're, we're fine. What are the chances of something happening? Well, then it happens. And then you say, how could this have happened? And it's just, it's got to be maddening for engineers that, you know, pulling their hair out saying, this is a problem. We have to watch out for this. You can't just drain wetlands and turn, you know, stream beds into concrete. It's, there's, there's no way for the water to get out of the city. It just, that's how it floods. Yeah, especially with like sea re- levels rising and stuff. I even even the I mean, yeah, you got stuff that's below sea level, but even the stuff that's right on the coast. I mean, look at New York City. I always I always think about like you know sea levels go up too much. Is fucking Manhattan gonna be underwater or something? I mean, that's that can't be good, right? Yeah, and well, I mean, the first thing I think of is Manhattan has a subway system. So say you know the sea levels rise six inches. And yeah, everybody could walk around in, you know, ankle deep water and it would be a nuisance, but anything below ankle deep water, your subway systems, you're completely fucked because the water goes down, it follows gravity. So, oh, oh yeah, dude, it, it, there's, there was a couple times, um, you know, in the last few years where it, it shut down just because of the snow, just because it was snowing too hard and there's parts that are above ground and. Yeah, when the subways are shut down here, it fucks up the entire city. I mean, the, 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 basically the entire city stops. Uh, it just it just completely shuts down because most people here don't have cars. The people that do have cars don't normally take them into the city to go to work. That's more just for taking the kids to school or leaving the city for the weekend or just right. whatever. But to, I mean, because even if they say, okay, let's all just take our cars, there's not enough places to park them. 
uh, in, in, in Midtown and stuff. So it, it just completely shuts the city down. So, yeah, you've, I mean, don't get me wrong. The subways could use a bath. Uh, they're disgusting <laughs> down there. But, yeah, if they're flooded out and you can't use them, it's going to completely just wreck the city. So I guess the question is, what happens moving forward? Do, like, like I read a story, and I wish I could pull it up. This is just going off shitty, spotty memory about a development that they wanted to build somewhere in the New Orleans area uh, that, again, involved draining a wetlands. And you know, there were a lot of people screaming, are you kidding, after what happened with Katrina? And the developer was like, ah, you know, come on, Katrina, once in a lifetime. What are you going to do? Let's just, uh, we need places for houses. And it's like, live and don't learn. I don't know what you do with Houston now. Like, the, the city ah. is already there. How do you retrofit it for flooding? I don't know. All right. I got it. Uh-oh. I know what FEMA could do to help these people. Uh, I, I don't know if you've heard of a little book known as, uh, what's it called? The Bible. Uh, but in the Bible, there was a fella who also had to deal with the problem of flooding. What he did? <laughs> built a houseboat for him and all the animals. That guy's name was uh, Boa or Koa or Loa or yeah, something. But anyway, this old fella built a boat. Bam. Didn't have to worry about flooding. House. I say, buy them all houseboats. Yeah. Houseboats for everyone. Houseboats for everyone. That or uh, the guy we talked about last week, Peter Thiel, a big libertarian, he always talks about building a floating city that would be independent from the world with no taxes, complete libertarian paradise. Maybe that's our next move, floating cities. Didn't the, uh, didn't the Scientologists do that? Uh, I can't, I don't... I can't think of it. They a... basically did that with Sea Orc. Oh, well, yeah, that's just a boat, though. That's that's like a luxury boat that is kind of like... Well, a... yeah, but what do you that's, think that's, a, floating that's like a floating city would look mansion, like? It would be a, a, it'd be a massive boat, man. Yeah, it's it would, a massive it, boat, it's but not that's, like... that's more like a floating mansion. That's like, it's like, it's like a nice retreat. A family could live on that, or a couple families, but it's not a floating right, city. Right, but it would you be a big a city of, of that. No, they got, a, they got a bunch of people on there, man. Now I want to Google how big is Sea Orc, because they had a... They had a lot of fucking people on there. It was basically like a massive cruise ship. Uh, probably. If you're going to Google that, I d I'll uh, tell the listeners and you about something that popped into my head a minute ago. Uh, I'll burp. Um, talking about Nickelback. Um, is a, you familiar with the writer Chuck Klosterman? Chuck Klosterman, no. Okay, I can't remember what he's written, but he wrote this article, and I remember when it came out. This was in 2012. Uh, he wrote this article, and he's, he's written a couple books. I remember that. Um, haven't heard of him in a while, actually. But uh, listeners, and Jake, you might want to Google this. The, the title of a piece is called A Night with the World's Most Hated Bands. And what he did, he lives in New York City, and Creed and Nickelback were playing concerts on the same night in two different venues. So what he did is he wanted to see both of the world's most hated bands in the same night, so he went to the beginning of one concert and then jumped in a taxi and went to the uh, end of the second concert just to write about it. I think it. I would want to party. I would want to be a roadie for the world's most hated band. Why? Because I think the groupies of the world's most hated bands, they're probably a lot of fun to party with. They got low standards. They're, you know, they're easy to please. Uh, I think those would be good groupies. Anyway, what were you saying? No, just that. That I, th I thought it was a neat article. I mean, who, to go see... Creed and Nickelback, like two bands that everybody hates, and then to write about it. Yeah, I... 
It's fascinating. I was just doing that as an aside while you were looking up Sea Org. Sea Org, yeah, I'm trying to... It doesn't say how many people they have. Damn it, Wikipedia, you failed me for the last time. Uh, how many people? Let me just try Googling. Well, it looks like a Google. cruise ship, basically. It is a cruise ship. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's I mean, there's like hundreds yacht. of people I was wrong there, there, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's, it's massive. I mean, that's, it's, I think that's what a floating city would look like. That's what, uh, no, Dennis no, no. Hopper's Thiel, guys were in in, in Waterworld. Wants, yeah, Waterworld, Dennis Hopper, you're correct. It was a ship. But uh, the, the Peter Thiel guy, his diagrams, you look them up, it's literally houses. It's a floating city. It's not a boat. It's like he wants to build platforms and everybody has a house and a yard and you can go for a walk on a sidewalk. It's not a boat. He wants to build floating cities. It's insane. Yeah, I, I think it would turn out great. You wouldn't have to pay taxes or anything like that. It'd be a goddamn utopia. Until the first tidal wave comes exactly. along, you jackass. Then you're going to be like, hey, can you bail us out again? We need subsidies. <laughs> We're drowning. Get the Coast Guard. Oh, you mean the uh, the fascist socialist uh, entity known as the Coast Guard? Sorry. Um, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and swim back to fucking land. Jerk-offs. All right, you got an overlooked news story, or do you have a caller of the week? Either of those? Oh yeah, I'll go with caller, man. This is way better. So I was I was screening for a um, uh, don't say the name. I had to edit that out once. Very yeah yeah for a very left leaning show. Ooh, left leaning this time. I'm I'm uh, yeah. Usually you do the right wing. No no I, I wasn't My doing any of that this week. I'm 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 curious. We've not talked about your left wing shows. Please continue. Yeah, I will stop interrupting. So I I've noticed that you know the the, the more left wing shows they they tend to get more right wing callers than the right wing shows get left wing callers almost none on on the right wing shows get get people from the other side um, you you get the occasional person but um, there's a lot a lot more people calling the uh, left wing shows that are. So that are right wing, you know, yeah, and left wing people that, don't bother calling right wing, but right wing love to call and yell at left wing is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just figured, you know, I I don't I don't screen for this show a lot, but I, I I fill in here and there. It's it's kind of early in the morning. It doesn't it doesn't line up well with the rest of my schedule, but I I I, I fill in here and there. I like the show, but I always figured that the angriest caller would be. Um, you know, a right-wing guy, a guy calling up to defend Trump, because the guy shits on Trump pretty hard. That's that's what he does. But no, it was a, the angriest caller I got was a guy on there who called up and was pissed off that this guy was talking about God. And the thing is, is he doesn't really talk about God a lot. Um, he's uh, he, he's involved with a lot of like. Um, left-leaning marches particularly in in the black community it's it's a, it's a black guy so he you know he does a lot of stuff with uh Jesse Jackson and, and and guys like that and so a lot of the um and Jesse Jackson a, a lot of the, to be a reverend so he's a reverend know. yeah yeah and there's a, a lot of a lot of the um the 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 social justice movements the left-wing movements um in the black community have uh historically kind of centered around churches you know so yes. it, 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 it'll it, it'll come up on the show but he doesn't really sit there and talk about god a lot but this fucking guy called me up and was like yeah uh i don't i don't need to go on the air or nothing but just 
tell your host to stop talking about God. It drives me nuts every time he brings up God. I, I, I called here to hear about politics. Jesus was a piece of shit. Tell him to go fuck himself. And I'm just like, whoa. I And I, I just told him, like, he's about to hang up. And I, I just told him, I said, God bless you, sir. Uh, have, have a blessed day. And as an atheist, I barely ever say that to people. Uh, honestly, the only time I ever him. use those. You trolled yeah, him at the end. I, the, the only time I ever tell people to have a blessed day is if it's another atheist who's pissing me off. It's meant as like a, uh, it's meant as infighting out of me. I, I'm never <laughs> saying have a blessed day to be nice. It is like Sunni and Shia infighting within within atheism and that's because that's the thing is if you're if you're calling up a radio show who i'm guessing if you're that hardcore of an atheist you you agree with him politically on most shit um he's he's a pretty leveling guy but um he he, you know the the thing is is you're you're getting mad about that and it's like if if you really don't believe in anything why are you taking the time to call this guy up and bitch at him like you you have a religion at that point you just worship at the altar of nothing i mean why can't you because it's not like the guy goes on long tangents about god or anything he'll just kind of he'll be doing current events political stuff but then he'll, he'll make a reference to god or I, I think he was quoting martin luther king or something it wasn't even I mean, it wasn't even like a big God. It was just like a, you know, God's going to get us through this or, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. like that sort of thing. Aside. Yeah, yeah. Like it had very little to, I mean. Like the tag on a joke. It wasn't the punchline. It was just the, you know, the, the, the little bonus. And by the way, yeah. Jesus loves you. And granted, like I'm screening calls. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing parts of the show. But, I mean, he was talking about it so little that I didn't even really know what the fucking guy was talking about. Like, I, I did remember it. him. The only time I remember him saying it was when he was reading a Martin Luther King quote. But it's like, dude, really? Like, you're this left-leaning guy, but um, you're going to shit on anybody in the civil rights movement with Reverend at the beginning of their name? Like, really? We're going to ignore every civil rights guy that starts with Reverend? You're benching all of your fucking all-stars for this one, dude. I will say this, I've never understood the African-American uh, adoption of Christianity because it was, you know, it was, it was, it was such a duality back in the day. They were, they were kidnapped, brought to America as slaves, and told two things. One, the Bible says you're a useless piece of shit and you deserve to be enslaved. And two, you're a heathen that needs Jesus to be saved. And, like, anybody ever treat... I don't understand how. Well, but that's kind of the way. It, it, I mean, as far as if, if if you look at conquerors, uh, I, I mean, like religious conquerors in history, who's like, uh, I'm gonna whatever religion it is, we're gonna go through and and we're gonna right. we're gonna spread the word of our God by taking out these tribes or yeah, you, you know what I mean, yeah. like like taking over. We're putting them under our rule. Um, if if one generation dies out and you've been bringing up the kids on this stuff, yeah, and then I mean that's basically what they know. That's their interpretation of God is what you've been showing them. You know, you've gotten rid of all the old books. You're giving them these new books, and um, you, you know, within a generation or two, it's it's going to be now. It's gonna it's gonna kind of adapt to some of the other stuff. You know, that's why in in certain places in Louisiana, voodoo. You know, right. is just kind of tied to Christianity. It's it's it's. The, the old religion from the motherland kind of came out. You, you know, I, I mean, it, it merges with the area. Like in um, in Afghanistan, um, 
they, they were Muslim, but they also believed in like charms and magic and stuff. You know what I mean? Because it's, it, I was up in the Kush Mountains, so it's it's there. It's it's very tribal. Um, you, you know, there's there's a lot of we call them the Kuchi tribe. They they're just kind of like the Bedouins, the Gypsies, the Nomads. Who I mean, they're not, I don't even think they're Muslim. You know, they're just they're just into magic, and so it. That's that's the thing with these massive religions. Like if Islam's what two billion people, it's not going to be the same throughout everywhere. It's going to merge with the area. It's going to merge with local customs and and you know the tribal religions of old and 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 you know other big religions that it's kind of there with. And it's uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna kind of merge. And so I don't know. I think all religions fucking dumb. But I, I I'm not gonna sit there and see. The thing is, is like I. I'm not the kind of atheist who's going to sit there and shit on anything religious. I'm only going to shit on it when it's religion trying to either, I, I, I don't know, make somebody else do shitty things they don't want to do or affect the laws. But that's not the kind of show it was. I mean, if you want to call up and yell at uh, people for preaching their Bible nonsense, call up. Call up a right-wing show where they're talking about how, um, you, you know, evolution needs to be in textbooks or, uh, sorry, um, creationism needs to be in, in textbooks right. in public schools and uh, gay marriage and all this. Um, it needs to be illegal and Jesus doesn't like trans bathroom. I, I, I don't know. Like, like, call one of those fucking all shows. All the not, not the rights. Yeah, not not the guy who um, had a civil rights leader on who had Reverend at the beginning of his name. This is ridiculous, man. No, I hear you, and I agree with you. Um, astute point, um, uh, pointing out that, yeah, it's the generation, and once you get rid of the elders and the new kids are only going to believe. So I guess my question, I'm going all the way back to the beginning of my confusion of uh, the black community buying into Christianity so much. That was then, this is now with the internet and history, and you can literally trace and go, oh, holy shit, this was shoved down great-great-great-great-grandpa's throat. I can make a clean break from it. Um, do you think well, right, but there, there is also, I mean, there, yeah, for one thing, there's a lot of, um, like, Louis Farrakhan and stuff like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 Malcolm X and uh, I mean that that was kind of their their thing with going to Islam is this where they were telling people like change your last name you're that's right, that's right. You, you know yep. the the last name they they gave you that's not your true just make it X make it unknown whatever um give, make it a Muslim name point. and and so th yeah there's definitely there are voices out there saying that but also but I was they, listening it's just to them going to another extreme it's like an alcoholic finding Jesus instead of being addicted to Christianity they just find another piece of bullshit but and it, say well, this it, is ours yeah yeah I I mean it's Right, and and then Even you can the also same thing kind of look at it like I was listening to I think Cornell West on um on on Bill Maher's show because Bill Maher kind of brought that up to him, and he he was like, no, this is the uh, religion of people who've been oppressed, and and he brought up you know uh, the 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 Hebrews in Egypt and stuff like that. And so it's like yeah, if if you only want, I mean, you can you can cherry pick it and do it either way, you know. Um, Jesus himself was. Uh, underneath Roman occupation and underneath a, uh, you know, like the, the the Jewish leaders who hated him and were in bed with the Romans and, you know, were occupying them. And so he he, he himself was a person. So you could compare um, the, the black struggle in the United States to Jesus, you know, and the early Hebrews and stuff like that. So yeah, you could, you can very easily say that this represents the, you know, it's, but 
It just, I don't know, it depends on what part of the Bible you want to look at and what part you want to ignore. Because that's, that's what basically most religious people do, is they're like, well, you know, this, this part works for us and this part doesn't. You know, this was a metaphor. This was written for a different time. This is whatever. And so that's, that's they're kind of doing the same thing. But it's like, just let, let them do it, man. Who cares? And they, they, they weren't even talking about it that much on the show. That's, that's what was driving me nuts about it. Like, if he was going into some huge religious sermon or something... I would, I mean, I wouldn't get it. I would just be like, dude, just change the fucking channel. Why are you calling up and yelling at a call screener? <laughs> like, I'm just that's, screening the damn phone calls. That's how I feel with every uh, parental boycott of a TV show. You know, when they, married with children is filth. Okay, don't watch it. You know, like literally, the what you just said. Why The whole complaining and protesting. I complain and protest by not watching. I don't go pick at a church because I don't believe in their nonsense. I just don't go to church. That's that's my silent right. protest. I'm going to avoid exactly. the place of worship. More and I'm glad you brought you. up married with children getting picketed by the church because that's, I, I guess that's sort of what pisses me off about this kind of dude who feels the need to just uh, outwardly shit on all things sort of religious in, in any way is... You know, back in the 90s, 80s, and before, it was always the religious people who, you know, we're going to pick at this and this. And it's like like TV shows, right? right? And eventually what happened, I mean, they don't do that anymore because eventually what happened well, is people online. started tuning them out. I mean, they kind of do it, but not not like they used to. Not like yeah. they used to. They Now it's, um, you know, their, their main issues it's abortion it's bigger stuff you know because i'm sorry abortion is bigger than married with children you know what i'm saying like that's sort of uh like i i i get why they would feel more strongly about abortion than than al bundy right but you know they stick to the main issues whereas back then it was just any little thing and the main issues and so we started tuning them out and we tuned them out on the big things too and that's what's going to start happening to um, not just atheist stuff, but any stuff on the left. If we want to keep bitching about, oh, I, I don't like infighting, uh, basically bitching about yeah. our own side. Yeah, bitching about little little shows and oh, this guy said this on a comedy show and it was uh, sexist or racist. Or blah, blah, blah. It's like go after the real sexist and racist, and you know what I mean. Let's let's go after the real problem here and not. A, a dude who made a joke, or you know, a guy who mentioned God on his on his show, and it, I mean, it, it, it's not worth going after the little stuff. It's it's not worth making people tune us out for the big things. Well, 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 fucking put. Um, and I think the point of all this is Coldplay sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that's where I don't know. I know you, they're you all right. They're okay. They're they're all right. All right, uh, listeners, do you have a band that you think sucks? Tell us about it. Um, yeah, and as I said at the beginning, subscribe. That way you will not miss when Jake and I forget to promote our own podcast. Uh, tell your friends to listen to us, and please go say nice things about us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you can write a review. Thank you for tuning in. Shoot us messages, jakevevera.com, nathantimmel.com. Later.